Hello and welcome to today's Liberty Minute. There's a lot to cover today, so let's dive right in. It seems Trump supporters aren't the only ones unhappy with Joe Biden's election. Antifa and BLM marched through the streets of Seattle yesterday following the inauguration, burning an American flag, and yelling for the abolition of government. They reportedly vandalized an Amazon Go store by breaking windows and painting graffiti, calling for the death of Jeff Bezos. They also damaged the courthouse and dumped trash on sidewalks. In Portland, Antifa members damaged the Democratic Party of Oregon building and marched with signs demanding revenge. Local police made several arrests on charges of peaceful protesting. Biden's inauguration otherwise went on without a hitch, though Lady Gaga did give off some serious Hunger Games vibes. May the odds be ever in our favor. However, the real star of the show was Bernie Sanders, who has already been memed to the moon and back for showing up to the inauguration in mittens and a puffy, non-formal winter coat. I actually didn't understand the problem with this because I too am a New Englander and it is New England tradition to only own one winter coat. Meanwhile, former CIA director John Brennan appeared on MSNBC yesterday to discuss the Biden administration's intelligence moves. He happily reported that the intelligence community is, quote, moving in laser-like fashion to try to uncover as much as they can about the pro-Trump insurgency that harbors, quote, religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, racists, nativists, even libertarians. This will be one of the many pillars of Biden's policies for unity. Also in a move to express the importance of unity, even in disagreement, the Biden administration has disabled comments on the government YouTube channel. Biden spent his first day as president signing in 15 executive orders ranging from climate change to racial equality and also signed in two agency actions. His immigration orders included stopping construction of the border wall, reinstating DACA, providing an eight-year path to citizenship for 11 million undocumented immigrants, ending travel restrictions placed on Muslim countries, and ordered that undocumented immigrants be counted in the U.S. Census. He also rejoined the Paris Climate Agreement, paused the Keystone Pipeline, and signed a mask mandate requiring masks on all federal property. He also created a COVID-19 response coordinator and rejoined the World Health Organization. In other COVID measures, he extended the moratorium on student loans, evictions, and foreclosures, kicking the housing and student loan crash a few more months down the road. For some local to Boston news, courtesy of Turtle Boy Sports, Turtle Boy revealed that Congresswoman Ayanna Presley has requested a 24-7 police detail at her home in Hyde Park, despite her calls to defund the police. Photos and videos from the area confirm a detail of two police cruisers sitting outside her home at all hours of the day and night. Hyde Park is a wealthy and predominantly black and Latino area of Boston. Twitter actually applied their rules somewhat equally yesterday after the official account of China's embassy in the U.S. tweeted that Uyghur women are, quote, baby-making machines that could only become more confident and independent in the country's internment camps. 
Twitter blocked the account and told Bloomberg on Wednesday that the action was taken as the tweet violated the company's policies against dehumanization. The original tweet was made on January 7th and needs to be deleted by the account owner in order to regain access. China's foreign ministry spokeswoman has said that the authorities are puzzled by the action, saying that the tweet had been their attempt at dismantling fake news. Despite claims that alt-tech media apps and sites such as Parler needed to be shut down due to sparking the January 6th Capitol riot, it's been revealed that much of the planning and organizing had actually been conducted on Facebook. Facebook Chief Operating Officer Sheryl Sandberg has continued to claim that the January 6th events were organized on fringe websites, but the Department of Justice has now filed several charges against protesters linked to their Facebook usage. In fact, a criminal complaint filed against one protester on Wednesday revealed a search warrant for his private Facebook messages, as well as his Facebook IP log. Facebook has provided this information to the FBI. Those are all of yesterday's major news items. If you liked this video, please check out the rest of my channel where I have longer length videos as well as live streams every Tuesday at 9 p.m. and Fridays at 7 p.m. Thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you on the next one.